Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Regarding ID podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. After three years as a pilot program, the federal government's global entry is moving toward permanent status. The program is expanding to include other countries and now a card that makes border crossing easier. We'll talk with the executive director of this trusted traveler program. First, let's get a word from our sponsor. Whether you are protecting a critical infrastructure or vital information, or securing a facility or border, you need to answer the same question. In the modern world of identities, how do you establish with absolute certainty that someone is who they claim to be? At CSC, we understand that the heart of identity management is the creation of trusted identities. For more information, go to csc.com slash identity management. CSC, beyond a shadow of a doubt. John Wagner is Executive Director of Admissibility and Passenger Programs with U.S. Customs and Border Protection. He says signing up for the Global Entry Program is as easy as logging on to globalentry.gov. Applicants will fill out an online application with us of their basic biographical information, their name, address, date of birth, some employment history, some residence history, their travel history. We will then perform a series of background checks against that information. We check for criminal records, customs violations, immigration violations, watch list information, uh, any types of investigatory files that we have access to. And applicants are disqualified if there's any type of derogatory information in their past. If they pass that level of vetting, we will then invite them in for an interview with a CBP officer where we will confirm their identity confirm their admissibility to the U.S. and their citizenship, inspect their travel documents, interview them briefly about who they are and why they travel, and their familiarity with entering the United States and the the requirements thereof. Uh, We'll also take a full set of their 10 fingerprints, which we'll run a, a series of background checks on as well. Once they pass that level of the process, they'll then be enrolled in the program, and we'll show them how to use the automated kiosk. So what will happen is when they come off the plane from an international trip, rather than getting online to see the CBP officer, they'll proceed directly to a kiosk where we'll read their passport, they will ask for their fingerprints to compare with the fingerprints we have on file, they will fill out their customs declaration questions via a touchscreen, they do not have to fill out the uh, white uh, customs declaration uh, questions on the little card on the plane. They'll confirm their information. It will run a series of checks in the background. And if all works out correctly, it will print out a receipt, and they're clear then to proceed to the uh, exit, hand in the receipt, and depart the facility. Wagner says global entry members who don't check any bags can be processed and get out of the CBP area in less than a minute. Wagner says the ideal candidates for this program are frequent flyers. The program is marketed to people who travel at least a few times a year outside the country. Once applicants pay the $100 fee and pass all the background checks, membership is good for five years. Right now, it's only open for U.S. citizens, uh, U.S. permanent residents, and then under some reciprocal arrangements, it is open to um, citizens of Canada, citizens of Mexico, citizens of the Netherlands, and we started a limited pilot, limited in number, that is, to uh, citizens of the U.K., 
Plans are in the works to include citizens of Germany and Korea as well, which could happen in early 2012. For now, applicants must apply through the U.S., although eligible overseas residents may be able to get some help from their home country. Those countries have agreed to perform a similar set of background checks against their own databases, and what they will confirm to us is whether or not that applicant passes or fails that series of checks in their home country. Then, of course, we'll run the checks on our side and do the interview and fingerprinting as well. But what it also does is open their programs, if they have one, to U.S. citizens participating in global entry. So, for instance, in the Netherlands, uh, they run a program called Privium at Schiphol Airport, and it was not open to U.S. citizens before this uh, arrangement. But now U.S. citizens participating in global entry are free to apply for the uh, Dutch program as well. About 200,000 travelers have enrolled in Global Entry. This program is linked to the trusted traveler programs Nexus and Sentry, which are for travel between the U.S. and Mexico and the U.S. and Canada. Combining all those programs puts membership at about 750,000. Global Entry kiosks are located in America's 20 busiest international airports. Maps of the kiosk locations are on the program's website. Arriving passengers in the CBP area can follow signs to the kiosk. Wagner says 137 kiosks are in place and more will be added in the coming months. Domestic travelers now have a similar program available. The Transportation Security Administration just launched a pilot for the domestic security screening process. They're piloting at four airports with two airline carriers. And the good news for U.S. citizens participating in global entry or Century or Nexus, they are eligible to participate in that pilot free of charge. All they do is when they're making their um, airline reservation, when they put in their secure flight data, which is your name and date of birth, through the airline, you can also put your global entry, what we call it a pass ID, which is basically your membership number, And you can put that in as part of your reservation. And then uh, when you get to the security screening checkpoint with TSA at one of those airports, you may be directed to a line that offers some type of expedited screening process. So you don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to take your liquids out of the bag and leave your jacket on, things like that. Wagner says the global entry program will expand to additional airports in the U.S. and continue to expand overseas. That includes opening the doors for U.S. members to participate in those countries' programs. Wagner says there's been interest from Japan, France, Singapore, and New Zealand, but a lot of details need to be worked out. In the meantime, a global entry card is now being offered to members. The card was done as we integrated the uh, global entry program with Nexus and Century. Because at the land borders, we issue an RFID-enabled document, which allows um, members in those programs to use a dedicated lane at the land border. And the RFID chip helps facilitate the data into our system to read it quickly to allow us to expedite that inspection process. So any global entry member can now get a card to utilize those lanes at the land borders if they do so choose to cross the land border to the U.S. Because the basic premise is, Once you're a trusted traveler, we're not concerned with how you get to the U.S. or what environment you're in. We want to be able to identify you as that trusted traveler and offer you some type of expedited and dedicated process to get on your way uh, into the U.S. Also, it has your SID um, printed on the back of the card, so when you're making your reservation data to participate in the TSA program, it's a nice handy reference for you to have right there so you can type it in.
but you don't actually use the card when using the kiosk at the airport. Wagner says the standards are strict, but he hopes more frequent flyers will consider the program. He says the department has been working closely with the airlines to get the word out. They've also been working with private sector interests like American Express and some hotel chains trying to get the information to the right people. If you have a clean background and you are a frequent traveler, you'll save tremendous amounts of time not waiting in line at the airport and processing yourself through the CBP inspectional process using an automated kiosk, so it's a great time saver. It's a good resource saver for the government. It's a very secure program. Your data is kept uh, in-house with the U.S. government. For more information about the Global Entry Program, visit globalentry.gov. John Wagner is Executive Director of Admissibility and Passenger Programs with U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.